0: Money can buy you happiness.
1: <laughs> Just facts. You better not come for me, because I won't remember it anyway. Oh. I was like, why not? <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. It's podcast. Where we talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. What's Utah? And I was, okay, for my tagline, I was trying to come up with something... With white bean salad. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh>. Because <laughs> she said it like three times. What would you think of this episode? This is one of the first times we've ever had to watch it apart from each other. I think the only time. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Next week we are going to take a hiatus because of Thanksgiving. We literally won't be in the same state or time zone. So we'll be back the next week to recap both episodes. Yeah. If there even I- is one next week. I was wondering that because it's Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, they said, maybe that's why they did the mid-season trailer.
1: Yeah. So, so, it's likely they'll Yeah, I think they might skip it. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. But we'll see. But um, what did you think of this one? I was entertained. There's a lot a lot brewing. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Lots of I think. Some emotional moments I enjoyed. I think Angie Kay is making herself out to be a full-blown housewife. Well, she truly, she's
0: doing the damn thing.
1: I mean, she is being a little bit annoying and, like, a little bit, um mean <laughs> but she's definitely like starting drama she's like definitely implanted herself into these little into people's lives already mm-hmm. and and I, it seems like
0: dana is gonna do the same
1: yeah but the opposite side yeah what's interesting to me is that we know that, like, Meredith's friendship with Jen never really falters. Like, we know that she was there with her in New York right before she confessed. hmm So, with that, do you think that that means Dana and Meredith eventually are gonna clash? Because right now, Dana and Meredith are the friends.
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know.
1: You know how Jen is. Yeah. You can't be friends with her enemies. Well, she
0: also dumped a drink on Angie Cade's head. Uh, yes, in the coming, mid-season
1: trailer. So, uh-huh. I know, when I first watched that, I... For some reason, I just thought it was Dana. But then now I'm realizing, like, when I rewatched it this time, it definitely was Angie K. Uh-huh. So, okay. Why did I think feeding the dog right before starting the podcast was a good idea? I just wanted her to, to not annoy us. She'll be down. A second. I don't think it's going to be that loud. And if it is, then enjoy the sounds of early licking a bowl. <sighs> yeah. Okay, um, but let's just start from the top. Okay, so we get in with Lisa talking with Jack and Henry. Um, They're, like, making some kind of crafts. Yeah, they're just talking about... I mean, the point of this
0: is religion. Yeah. Which I don't think... uh, Oh, I guess what's your opinion on it? And As far as she's saying some of them are running away from religion and it's making her, like, run more towards it.
1: I think it was more like she just realizes that she wants to set a good example for her kids and, like, have God in their lives or whatever. Yeah. And so she realized that she's kind of, like, gotten away from it and, like, wants to get back into it. Right. It's... I, I don't
0: think you have to have religion in your life in order to uh, be happy or successful. Um, but I do think it can be helpful, especially to, like, depending on your personality, to have that, like, core center that you can go back to because the world is like she said the world's crazy and the world is bananas
1: yeah i also think that like praying in general is like a good source of just like kind of almost like journaling like getting out what you're feeling and like what you hope like kind of almost like a mantra yeah like praying is kind of like kind of talking something hopefully into existence so I think she's kind of also saying, like, there's a lot going on with her friendships, with her sisters, and so she just kind of wants to get back into the, like, praying aspect of that. If I... I would assume. I don't know. I'm not super religious anymore, but I do find myself sometimes just kind of, like, speaking to nothing. Yeah. Being like, please I think... don't let this happen. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Is that how you feel, too? I don't think I...
0: That about praying? I mean, do you do that? I feel like I only <clears throat> I only do the traditional kind of thought process in the same sort of like panicky way, like if something
1: mm-hmm.
0: urgent is happening, but I don't know, do I? I think I talk <laughs> to myself a lot <laughs> in my head. I, I do talk to myself a lot in my head, but I don't know if I talk to... Is it like a pleading? No, no, no. Yeah. So, so I guess, no. Um, It's a good form. If it's all positive, I guess it's a good way of, like, manifestation. Maybe, like, focusing. A lot of things, like, your inner world becomes your outer world type situation. Yeah. As above, so below, as they say.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. It seemed like John was kind of like, we don't necessarily need it to be scriptural. Just more like meditation is also a form of spirituality. So, it sounded like he was trying to be, like... Like, he's not on the Rain same it page. it in. Rain <laughs> it in. She's like, I think we need to go to church every Sunday. And he's like, maybe we just meditate. <laughs>
0: yeah. The thing is, like, committing, especially people, like, I grew up in um, the Baptist South. And people would go to church twice a week. Sunday mornings and Wednesday evenings. Right. And it's, like, a real uh, commitment, you know? Yeah. So, and... It would be fine if everybody... If it was all, like, love and light and spirituality in a, like, supportive discussion. But a lot of times, churches are, like, social performances. Yeah. And people go and, like... The dog is being really annoying. Come
1: here, really. Come here. Oh, come, on. come on. Come here. Come on. No. Come on. Come right here. All right. The dog is calm. Let's go ahead and... Oh, the only other thing from this scene that I want to talk about was that... They kind of point out that Jack is sleeping. <laughs> Henry said he's probably daydreaming about, about women. About women. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So then Lisa and Jen and Whitney go skiing. This this is shady. If Whitney brought me as someone who doesn't like to ski and just likes to stay in the bunny hop, bunny slope all the way to the very top, I would literally be like, I'm not doing it and ride the thing back down. Yeah. But I'm glad. That, I'm proud of them for doing it, but not me. Yeah. But Lisa was even like, "I don't do this," and she did it. So, well, I guess it's like
0: she put the option before them. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily, because as long as you have the option to go. But it is kind of the thing sometimes of like, you have to confront. Like, it I mean, if you don't want to do it, you don't like it. You're worried about her. Like, if you don't feel well or whatever, you shouldn't do it. But sometimes people don't want to do it because they, like, are just afraid, and it's good to confront your fears.
1: Well, they also, I think, were like. Afraid of going really slow on the like big hill that everyone's like speeding Racing down. Out. Yeah, yeah. So they do show them both falling twice. <laughs> and like fully fell over a hill and just started sliding, sliding down. On it. Yeah. Um. Then they all kind of are just talking to each other, and Heather apparently has invited Lisa to the into the choir as well as Whitney into the choir. Via FaceTime. And she literally says that Lisa was one of the best singers of the day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. Maybe... Okay, we did... One of our friends looked into it, and apparently the, like, version of Away in a Manger she's singing is the, like, Mormon version of it. So, like, the when, when she goes down... Away in a manger. Mm-hmm. When she goes down right there, that's apparently... How, like, traditionally, how they sing it in LDS. Oh, okay. But, um, still, I didn't think she was the best. <laughs> well, maybe she was the best. But I don't think she's a great
0: singer. I don't know. They had some people in that choir that said, like, when they were practicing that sounded bad. like they were good. Oh, you think so? Yeah, when they were, like, humming and doing their little... Maybe it
1: was the main guy, though. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Corey? Who knows? It was a...
0: Maybe she was just trying to be complimentary... Blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, well, this is basically all of them saying. Okay, Lisa's saying like I didn't think I would be in it because the last time Heather and I spoke, it didn't end well, and Heather said didn't raise her hand that she wanted to be her friend or whatever. Oh yeah. And Penny. then uh, Lisa Whitney is saying that she also was not expecting to get the call because. Last time Heather talked to her, she kicked her out of her house. Uh-huh. And then Jen was like, well, last time I talked to Heather, she was, like, taking Angie Harrington's side <laughs> of the whole Shaw Exposed thing. So... Heather has that... Peace and... In...
0: No, keep it moving mentality. Oh. Which I'm just... not... It's not always healthy. Like, my... Yeah. One side of my family... Well, both sides of my family can be like that, but especially one side, it's very, like, under the rug... Don't, you know, even if something happens, like, pe- the people would still go to the family events and stuff, but they just wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. So there was like, this weird tension. And then they would just do that until yeah. they didn't care anymore.
1: Yeah. Which I think is not the worst thing. I, I, I don't think it's the worst thing that Heather's trying to just, like, get past it all. But I do think, like, you can't expect to invite them to this choir practice and not talk about
0: it. Yeah. Which I
1: think is what she was kind of... uh this is is bigger than that. choir (laughs) practice is bigger than that yeah i didn't even think
0: about what did you think about whitney saying uh like talking about her commitment and the fact that she's very anti-mormon and like Mm. kind of still come well i say anti-mormon she's triggered right and these are all mormon hymns that are being sung or some of them are and so she's still showing up for it do you think that's fair it's fair to that to make her show up to it. No, no, no. She, nobody's making her. I'm saying, do you think her sentiment? Like, do you think what do you think about that? <clears throat> I when she said it, I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And then I was like, is that that not? It's valid, but I mean, should Heather have thought about that? Yes, and if she did, should she have changed the songs to mm. accommodate her? Or
1: I think Whitney showed up to audition. She didn't have to do that. Like if Whitney wanted to fully not be a part of it, I don't think Heather would be mad at her. Yeah, if she explained, I don't want to be part of this because it's triggering me, and I literally said I don't want to be involved with Mormon stuff anymore. Right. So I think the minute she showed up to audition for the choir, that's like kind of you have to get over it. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> like that—that that was my sentiment. Is what I guess I was—I was, I was kind of getting at—is like yes, you are showing your commitment, but also. I mean, the, if the person's not, like, forcing you to do it, then you've made the choice to do it. So, like, don't hold it against them. And, or don't, like, use it as, like, in this little tiff you have because...
1: Well, I don't think she used it in the tiff. I think she... Well, she's, they're talking about it on a public platform. I guess. But I think it was mostly, like, in her confessional, she was just saying... I think it was kind of like, this is how much I... Like, I'm willing to look even past the fact that this is a Mormon... To, like, show up for my friend who wants to be doing this thing. Right. So. Hmm. And wants her to be there, clearly. Right. Okay. I don't think she's necessarily, like, weaponizing it, is what I mean. Yeah. She's just saying this isn't the way that... Like, I'm sh- I'm trying to show her I want to rekindle this. Right. And this is a way of showing... I agree with that.
0: I just... Part of me, the way she's talking about it, I was also like, but you have the option not to be there. So don't... Yeah. Make it sound like somebody's... Forcing something. Oh, she wasn't okay. She wasn't saying that either. I don't know how to express that
1: this is way in the future. Oh. I don't know what part where we're I don't on remember the. Ski the... Hill still. Oh, you started talking about the choir though. Didn't you? I said that Heather invited them over FaceTime. Uh <laughs> anyways. Um Rewind. I don't think well basically that she Whitney thinks that Heather is in the on the hill. Uh-huh. Whitney says she feels like she just keeps constantly chasing Heather. Yeah. And she, like, isn't wanting to do that anymore. And then Jen was like, well, we need to talk about things. Yeah.
0: I don't... Um, I wouldn't chase somebody either. So... just so. like, if you feel like you're doing it, don't do it.
1: Yeah. I get that, but I also feel... Like, I relate to Whitney a lot in that, like, if someone is my friend and they're mad at me, even if I don't feel like it's my fault, I still want to, like, try to fix it. Hmm. Like, really badly. Like, eats at me. I think it does at her, too. Damn. You don't think so? I don't feel that way. You don't feel that way? Mm -mm. You're like, fuck you,
0: bye. No. If I, if you're in the wrong and you're treating me bad, uh, no. Yeah. If that's how I... You know what I mean? If, like, that's...
1: If I believe... Well, I do feel that way, too, but... I mean, like, if it's a really close friend... No. I would tell them that this is how I was feeling, but I would also want to try to mend it. Yeah, I... I would want to try... And I would say this is the thing. When
0: I say chasing, I... I'm not saying that I wouldn't reach out, but I wouldn't be the only one... Like, if I started to feel like I was the only one trying to fix it, or if I was the only one reaching out consistently at that point i'm not like relationships are two way streets and i'm not carrying it by myself yeah so if you aren't putting in the effort then i'm going to back off because it's just not life has taught me this these things and i'm not you know i tried when i was younger really hard with people and it's just a it's like at the end of it it's not worth your time and it gives you a lot of stress and anxiety and like for no
1: reason so yeah it's just hard For me,
0: (laughs) yeah, I don't know if it was ever that hard for me though. Like even when I was, I mean, I did go through that and I tried really hard. But at the same time, I don't know if I feel it the same way you did. Well, because you're not an empath. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) I might get over it.
1: (laughs) All right. Not really. So I know you're not. So Coach (laughs) Shaw um, has all the guys over to the house, all the husbands, uh, except Angie Harrington's husband didn't get the invite. Obviously. Unsurprising. It was unsurprising, surpri- but part of me was like, just because they invited Dana and Angie K's husbands, like maybe he would get the invite and they would just be like really awkward um, and there'd be a talk about it, but no. I'm sure Jen was like, not in my fucking house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Koshaw probably feels the same way. Yeah. Uh, but saying, based off what he said, I mean, especially if you want to keep the peace and there's somebody who, like, you know the piece will not be kept, then why would you invite them? Yeah. Plus, he also... Like, I don't think anybody would be... Like... It's different when it's a a member of your circle, your group, whether it's professional or actual friends, like, impersonates or does something secretive like that. And they have... Like, they're really connected to what's going on, and then they're online trolling actual cast members. Like... You know, anonymously. That's, and maybe other people have done it or are doing it, but when you know it's ha- it's like, I don't know, I could see why they would be like, that's, yeah, that's an automatic, like, you're not in our group. Yeah, out okay. because, until you fix it. But even then, I feel like the trust is broken. Yeah. You know, you never know. People are always going to suspect.
1: Yeah, he could be doing it under name account. Yeah, exactly.
0: So you already said, it. I don't know if that's fair or not, but it will be in people's minds. And who's going to share information? I think it is
1: fair. That's like a weird thing to do. It is, yeah. Like, I don't know anyone that's done that. Right. And I wouldn't do that. Like, it's just, I don't know. It just feels, like, really sneaky and creepy Mm -hmm. and rude. All the above. Yeah. Anyway, they, we basically learned that Seth and Justin have not talked since, about the stuff at Arizona since then, really. And so they're all kind of, like, sitting and eating awkwardly. Which I just felt weird for the new husbands because, a they they didn't they might have been saying things but they didn't show them say a word this whole thing, and then e- even if like Justin or wait no sorry John and Seth haven't talked but even Justin was like, this is super awkward <laughs> at the table, so but this is I, one of the few
0: house husband scenes that I actually like thought contributed. I
1: was literally gonna say that like yeah. I think this was really. Oh, interesting. I was going to say, I normally don't like when they just show the husbands on these type of things, uh, or the husbands are involved too much at all, but I do, I really liked this Mm -hmm. little thing.
0: Yeah. I liked that they were supportive later on, you know, Coach Shaw. Yeah. Because he,
1: well, do you want to talk about the little talk first and then we'll get there? Mm Okay. What did you think about the whole interaction between the two of them outside?
0: Okay, it was Walkwood, and also...
1: (laughs) Walkwood! Yeah, and
0: also, I feel like, I think the best thing that they could have done at the start was to establish boundaries. Like, are we going to defend our wives to each other, or are we going to say it's between them, Yeah, and we just worry about what we say to each other? Because when you start doing the, like, well, my wife said that your wife uh, or, I've heard this, you know? Yeah. In the beginning he says, your wife went crazy. Which I know. she did, but then when you start labeling... Crazy is not a good... You can't, like, you can't expect to get somewhere when you say that about somebody's significant other. Even if it's true, and she lost her marble. Like, whatever. You can't.
1: But even then, crazy has different connotations, especially when you call a all my crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that that...
0: Hysterical!
1: Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think that was a good look. Like, I literally, like, cringed when he said that.
0: Yeah. I know why he did it or said, I don't think he meant anything bigger than the fact that she just really like was angry and went on a rant. But like you said, it sounds bad. And I think they should have, they just kind of like tiptoed around things to see. And I I just think they should have personally, I think they should have just said, listen, I'm good with you. I don't know what's going on. Let's stay out of it.
1: I don't think... But then
0: also, I don't know. Can you maintain a relationship like that with your wives? I don't know yet.
1: That's what I was going to say. I can't imagine... Well, I mean... It's hard to imagine someone saying shitty things about you and, like, wanting to still be friends with them.
0: Oh. I know. But I think... Okay, Yeah, maybe they should have just said, listen, we're cool, I don't have a problem with you personally, you know, but our wives are beefing, so we can't really, like, be close, close until they resolve it. Until they resolve it, yeah. And if they don't ever, but, like, we can be cordial. Yeah. Like, in these situations, like, let's just be cool. Right. And not talk about it, because that's only gonna go left.
1: I think when they walked in the house and Coach was like, just tell me this, are you better? And John didn't say anything. Like, Seth eventually was like, yeah, I think so. And then that was it. hmm So I don't think they're really much well, better. But I think they are a little better.
0: I can't remember if it was Meredith or Lisa on Watch What Happens Live and Andy had asked about them and if they had, like, were still hanging out. And basically, no. Oh, gotcha. They, she, would, like, really skirted around it, whichever one it was.
1: Probably Meredith. like,
0: got it out. Because it's something, like, they used to play golf together. So, like they have not played golf in a long time. Yeah. So I don't think, you know... Which I... Like I said... Like you said, I... It's, it makes sense that they wouldn't.
1: Yeah. Especially if Meredith now is deciding... Well, I'm jumping the gun now. But if Meredith is going to say, like, I'm cutting the fat of my negative friends out of my life, like... So if she's deciding that it's not okay between her and Lisa, then, like, seems like her husband would have to make that same choice, too. Right. And if... I don't know. If John and
0: Seth were only friends because... The wives Then why first. would they continue a friendship? Yeah. I mean, even if they like each other, you know, I think it would be different if they grew up together or something, or if they had a friendship outside of, like, prior to or separate from the whole couple dynamic.
1: Yeah. But. So anyways. then, Coach, they kind of, like, ask him how he is. And this is when he starts talking about... He says, basically, he, like... Knows that everything well, he says that he knows everything is in God's hands and like God doesn't make mistakes, which I don't know. Mm-mm. No, that I mean,
0: that's what I'm saying. Religion for people is gives those types of feelings and thoughts can help somebody support themselves, yeah, because he is leaning on that to get through a tough time, yeah. But I don't agree,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't either, but I do think it's like. It's a way to kind of rationalize and say, like, well, this is what was meant to be, like, this is how life, what's happening in life right now, I have to kind of accept it. Yeah. That's a way around saying that, basically. Yeah.
0: And also, I think it displaces blame a little bit, although I know at this time, this time, I think she's still... uh, He thinks she's still innocent. Right. We don't know what information she's given him about anything, so he may very well, understand. believe her to be innocent. Yeah. So, I can see why, if you thought your wife was innocent, but you're going through all of this, that it was, you know...
1: I think it's more him saying, like... The universe, but... It's God's... Like, whatever happens, it's out of my hands. Which is true. Like, yeah. what will be, will be. Kind of a thing. <laughs> like, yeah. he can't dwell on...
0: The first of it just it sounded like, you know, he's right where he's supposed to be in the sense of, like, this, it's like a test, or, you know, God puts problems in your past to like force you to grow and yeah that sort of line is like
1: but I do think I mean it's interesting to like see him open up so much especially to the other guys and say that he's like it's been really painful and that he cries about it a lot yeah and then he started like tearing up and I don't know okay we Travis and I went to a movie from here (laughs) on Tuesday that was for this movie called spoiler alert and the and spoiler alert it is the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life and I cried so hard and then yesterday I was telling my friend about it and I started crying again thinking about it and so then today when Coachella started crying I started crying
0: you're just crying.
1: <laughs> I guess so Yeah. that movie really um tore me open a little bit
0: yeah <laughs> it was nice to see um like you said, him open up and, um, for them to show the effects like it's having on other people and that he's open, like, it's good that he's willing to say that, you know, he is emotional about it. Like, cause a lot of times men are. Exactly. Straight men are very guarded and never been taught how to like deal with feelings. and
1: Especially and, in a setting with a, all your other guy friends and two guys that you're not really good. Like you don't know. You just met them. You're right. So, they all kind of, like, hold his hand and they are, like, saying they're there for him. And then, uh, Justin is saying, like, he understands it. Like, he just lost his job. And, like, life throws all these curveballs at you. But, like, you have to find a way to cope and get through it. Um, and then they, someone says, like, I feel like we just went through therapy. And then I just imagine these two new guys just watching. <laughs> just like, it. okay. Like, they don't know them at all. Yeah. I mean, they obviously probably know what all's going on, but still. Right. Um, so then we go to Meredith's house and she's making a white bean salad with her niece and nephews and her sister Myra is there and her sister talks exactly like that too. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of um, taking notes while obviously like while watching this and I wrote Meredith said this and I looked up and it wasn't her talking. It was Myra oh, no. talking. I didn't notice. Um, so then this is when Meredith is saying like, we're getting more context to what she said at the reunion, basically, where she was talking about like, it seems like maybe they didn't know where to bury her dad, maybe something like that. Her and her sister were fighting about,
0: was it COVID time or was it after?
1: I guess it was technically COVID time, but she said like they couldn't do the funeral and then they kept having to postpone the funeral and like they were arguing about how what his end of life wishes would have been basically uh-huh. um so kind of vague on that still but and then at the same time her nephew was going through some mental health scares is what she kept saying and so it just kind of like strained their relationship but this is just showing that they're back to having a relationship um they're obviously throwing this like event for to like support mental health um and this part this is a trigger warning here I mean I'm assuming you've watched the episode, if you're listening to this, but she says her nephew drank a bottle of bleach. Uh-huh. That also made me start crying. Yeah, that's really bad. I, the thing with all of this is, showing him on camera, he's willing to be there. He's willing to have his story told. I think the point of all of this is, he is in such a better place that he wants to like share with other people that he's been there in that worst time obviously, of his entire life and, like, right. felt that way and, like, wants to share his story to hope that, like, people know they can get better. Yeah. It just
0: reminded me... I don't know. I read this in a comment section once and I think it was on... I'm not sure. It was about somebody with an um, eating disorder and one, one person had said, like, she had gotten over it but the other person had it. Um, but they were in the same program together mm-hmm. and, but the other girl was like really wanted to like help other people, but she hadn't like fully gotten it over herself. And the girl was like, you have to, it's like the little, um, when you're on a plane, I think this is the metaphor she used. The like, oxygen in the, mask. Like, Yeah. You got to put yours on first before you start helping other people. Mm-hmm. So I hope he's actually in a place where he's like moved on from it. Or is it in a better place before yeah. he I don't know, it just made me think of that and I was like, I really hope he's Well that's kind of what Meredith taking care of himself asks, before he starts trying to like help other people.
1: Yeah. But I think that's even what Meredith asked Myra, like Yeah. I know you say he's better, but is he like in a place where he's willing to like talk about when things aren't good again? Yeah. And she said yeah. So So this is also Myra's basically saying, I know we're gonna have this event, like who can you make sure is gonna be bring a positive energy to the event like in the friend group Uh and Meredith basically says not Lisa or Whitney Uh so I'm assuming that storyline is gonna continue we know from the like original trailer Meredith has a talk with Whitney saying she feels like betrayed by her yeah so I'm assuming that's coming soon
0: Uh and it was in this right she was talking about Everything that happened in Arizona kind of getting pinned on her. Yeah. Wouldn't really I mean she did she did bring up she insinuated a she lot. was
1: munching and crunching.
0: But she didn't bring it up in Arizona. True. That was Whitney.
1: Cause Lisa was there. Right. Um I am excited for this event to see Brooks' new fashion line.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes.
1: Also, at this point, I can't believe I haven't bought a hoodie, at least. Every time I check, they're sold out, though.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I don't... I mean,
1: you know, good for him. Get your coin. Get your coin. Secure the bag. But call it merch. Call it what it is. Yeah. It's a hoodie with your name on it. That's merch. That's not fashion. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you know. I like... I love merch. I'm wearing merch right now. I know. But...
0: He's not. He's not. He's not following in the footsteps of like uh, the path he's of the uh, next Oscar de la Renta. Nah. You know, it's very.
1: He could be the next Jeremy Scott. <laughs> Bad that. taste.
0: Oh <laughs> my god! You <laughs> really don't.
1: Well, next we go to the choir rehearsal and Heather is like setting up some stuff also I noticed whatever building they were in for the choir rehearsal is the same building that Jen was swimming at the roof of oh so I wonder what that is
0: like an event space or something
1: I guess or maybe like um, maybe someone lives there oh in that apartment that seemed like an apartment they were playing the music in right I don't know hmm whatever it is we saw it twice in one episode they it's... showed the sign oh okay um so then jen they showed jen getting in the car with angie k um and jen was talking about skiing and how it was good but that she still kind of has a problem with heather and then oh okay when they drove by a church angie like did the father son holy spirit thing
0: i didn't notice that
1: and jen was like oh are we doing this and then like did it too and angie was like yeah that was a church (laughs) isn't that weird i've never known anyone to do that me either i don't know and Jim was, and Jen was surprised by it too. She was like, "Are we supposed to do this?" I don't, know. I don't know. I didn't know if you noticed that or not, uh, or if you Jen's, had ever seen isn't anybody Jen do that. Muzzle, though. Oh, true. I don't think but, they but, do that. But she's been in well, a cars, do She's been in a ton of cars with Mormon people, though. That's all I meant. I've ne- and she feels like she's never seen anyone do that. Yeah, okay. I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know if you had. Mm-mm. I mean, I know like Baptist isn't the same. As I only thought Mormon, Catholics but. did that the side of the cross. Do they do that when they drive past churches?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not Catholic. <laughs> I didn't grow up with Catholics. Why don't you
1: ask a Catholic? Yeah. So then, Jen, first of all, I thought it was funny that Jen had a sore throat and is going to choir practice. Right. Like, she can barely talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, Angie says that, basically, Meredith had invited her and, uh, Dana to a spin class. And, that while they were there, Dana said that she didn't like that Jen was bullying Angie Harrington.
0: What do you uh, think about whatever. that? In the clip that they showed, it really wasn't that. She said she didn't like how she was Right. She didn't like how she was talking, and it was like a bully. She didn't say um, Angie specifically, but maybe she did at some point. I don't know. Well,
1: that, yeah, she, she did.
0: Oh. I thought she just meant in general. I think uh I'm go- I mean I don't think Jen was bullying
1: oh this is what she said no one puts her ass in check when she's out of line yeah there you go I think that's true yeah that's not what Angie k tells Jen but that's what the clip shows right so I don't think
0: uh so I think based off the clip I I agree and I'm glad she's
1: doing it and cause Jen j- does get crazy t- I'm sorry but I'm jumping the gun here but at the pool, mm-hmm. telling telling Meredith every single person on the guest list and the only one not on it is Dana, in front of Dana, that is bullying. Oh, okay. That's not... Exclusion. That, yeah, that's literally, like, the definition of bullying. It's like getting picked last for... Well, I guess that's, that's not even bullying. It's like literally being like, everyone here is invited to my party except you.
0: Yeah, public humiliation type situations.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so just wanted to point that out. I think Jen is a bully, and now Angie K is a bully. Ooh, by association. Well, no, she's the one that said that on the phone. She uh, said, "So it's Lisa and Jen and me and Meredith." But did
0: they know that before Dana was there? Because she says, "Look," or does she say, Look "Yeah, who I she was said after
1: right after Dana." She said, "Look who I have."
0: Oh, I see. Okay, I um yeah, I I'm glad she said it. I am, because too. it's true. And also, Jen's... I mean, she's under a lot of stress this season, obviously. And I guess part of last season. But, like, she's always been that way.
1: Well, we also saw her screaming, fuck you in the streets of Salt Lake City this week on TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Jen is a bully. I mean, I agree that Angie Harrington, she, like... I understand why Jen was mad at her, and I think she has a right to be mad at her and her husband. But yeah. at the same time... Even, like, she's told Angie K to shut up. Yeah. Like,
0: remember the uh, video clip or the audio clip of her yelling at her worker mm -hmm. that they didn't want to say his name on Mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, she talks to people crazy.
1: Yeah. And no one puts her in her her place. Yeah. Because they don't want to get on the other end of the crazy, I think. (laughs) Yeah. So then Angie basically is like, you're going to need to deal with this hateful person or something like that. About Dana. So, if she's already drawing lines.
0: She's a stranger. An absolute stranger. Yeah, she
1: literally doesn't know you. Yeah. Like me.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean, I think she was right. Like, Jen was getting over, like, overreacting uh, in the moment. Like, getting out of the pool again and being, like, all worked up over it.
1: Well, this is still in the car beforehand. Sorry. Oh. We, I jumped it? to the pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, I keep jumping and then going right back and expecting you to know where I'm back to.
0: Right. Well, I'll just finish that thought but she, when she gets out of the pool and she's like telling her like she's a stranger I mean, I think I agree with her in the sense of like you don't let somebody you don't know like get under your skin like that. Right. You know, so somebody who doesn't like know you entirely even though she might be right you know, from an
1: outside perspective. But... Yeah. Little girl. Yeah. So, this is when Whitney walks into the choir rehearsals and Heather's like oh my god, And then, like, Lisa does, and they're kind of, like, really acting like nothing is wrong. Heather is. And, um, Jen and Angie K. walk in. They basically realize that, like, Dana's not gonna be there, so Jen's like, let's keep... I can keep everything cordial between me and Angie H., but if Dana were here, it would be all hell break loose or whatever. Um, and then Lisa is, like... So, Corey is, like, says he's gonna choir teacher for 21 years and he's like, uh-huh. let's sing. And then Lisa's like, can we talk? <laughs> right. <laughs> While they start singing. Um, and in the confessional... Wait, at
0: leave the room.
1: Yeah, I know. But also Lisa was like, Heather, I need to talk to you. And then in the confessional, Heather's like, ugh, I hate her. Strong choice of words. hmm And especially right before, Lisa's like, do you like me? <laughs> right. So they're all kind of like doing this humming thing while Lisa's talking to her and Lisa says that like she wants to be there and support her and for showing up and that's why she showed up to auditions or whatever and Heather's like thank you I liked that and Lisa was like even though I'm sure you wanted to throw me out. Heather's like I didn't want to throw you out and she says she doesn't want to be in this space with like anger and everything toward Lisa but then why would Lisa put the obituary and like the text that Happened, like, right when her dad was dying out on the internet for everyone to see. And, like, kind of... Also, I think it's more, like, about pulling up the feelings of where Heather was that exact moment her dad died. Wow. And, like, reliving that. Um, which I hadn't really thought about that perspective. Because you were asking, like, do you think she should have tweeted this? And I was like, she should have just tweeted the screenshot. I think even the screenshot was kind of, like, painful for yeah. Heather to relive that exact moment, basically. Yeah. Um, And Lisa, again, says she just wanted to clear her name. And she felt like she had the right to do that. And she was like, was I a shitty person for that? And Heather said yes. (laughs) And then Lisa asks if Heather likes her. (laughs) They're all kind of singing behind her. They take so long and she never answers it. But she really basically is just like, I don't want... I've never wanted anything else than to be, like, good with you and to be friends with you. Um, But Heather feels like Lisa keeps, like, bringing up hate toward her that's making her not be able to be friends with her.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and Lisa's like, well, I want to be friends with you, but you keep lying. (laughs) Yikes. There was also a little part earlier where she was like, I hope that the hymns remind Heather that she's not, that thou shall not lie. Yeah. (laughs) I don't,
0: I... I don't know. This confrontation was a little weird. Or awkward. It was hard to, like, parse I mean, okay. I'm kind of confused on Heather's perspective. But not really. Like, I understand the emotional side, And she even says it. She says, we're putting aside facts right now. We're just talking about my feelings. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think I would be more, like, I, I still really like Heather. And I understand where she's coming from. But I also think... You invited this problem when you lied. Yeah. E- even if you didn't, even if you believed what you said in the moment, you didn't. You threw out a factual, or you made an accusation based off facts at yeah. the reunion, and so which was defamatory, pretty much. Yeah, and so you have. I don't know. It's like even though it's a emotional issue. You know, you can't run away from the fact that you opened the war the can yourself.
1: Yeah. She, I think what she... What should... The conversation should go is... They... Like, it went in a good, pretty good direction. Lisa was saying, like, I want to be friends with you. Heather was saying, I want to be friends with you, too. Heather said, like, but you open up this, like, emotional thing to the public that, like, made me be here. And then Lisa's like, well, I just had to do that to, like, clear my name because you said this lie about me. And I didn't want to look like a liar at the reunion and then heather should say you're right i did say that and i shouldn't obviously it wasn't true i felt shitty in the moment when i was getting your texts and i obviously didn't know the order of them and it wasn't in that way so i'm sorry i said that but you bring up my dad's obituary made me feel really shitty or like maybe like emotional and sad and you shouldn't bring things up like that especially on a public twitter account where you have a lot of followers and then lisa could apologize for that and then they could be good but heather isn't bringing up any isn't taking any accountability for herself
0: yeah i feel like um she also like i think the issue is that even though lisa texted her she didn't feel all the, the overall sense was that she didn't feel supported by lisa during that time yeah. Even though she did text her on that day. but even that was they bad, weren't friends. But te- <laughs> right. But that was bad timing. But right. I agree with you. I was like, why would you expect somebody? But I think in the reunion she was just saying, like, I don't know what the point of it was. I don't remember why it came up.
1: I'm pretty sure they kept going back and forth, going back and forth. And then he- and then Heather was like, well, you didn't even text me. Uh, you texted me after my dad died. Like, it was like a way to literally be like, nail in the coffin. You're a bad person. Gotcha. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So... Because I don't think they were, like, arguing about that at all. Yeah. Heather just said it because she was feeling shitty about it.
0: Yeah. Which I think... And her asking her if she likes her or not, which... I mean, that... That's a step-back moment where you have to, like, really specify and say, listen, like, aside from every, like, these individual things, like, if we'd never done anything to each other, would you like me as a person? <laughs> like, she didn't frame it that way, but, it's like, you can't... a weird question either way, though. I know. You can't ask somebody... <laughs> who's mad at you, whether they like you or (laughs) not in the moment. It's like, she, uh, she probably doesn't like you right now. Like what it
1: should have been was all this aside. I hope we can get past it. But do you even like want to have a relationship with me? And if that's the case, then let's work on it. It shouldn't be. Do you like me? Right. (laughs) Dear God, dear God, please save us. Yeah. Please protect us. I'm excited for that part. (laughs) You know it's just gonna come at like a random part that yeah. has nothing to do with anything. Right. Um, If you don't know what we're talking about, we it's from the very, the cold opening of the... First episode. ...season, which is like this season on Watch What Happens... Or, on Watch What Happens Live on Salt Lake City. It opens and Whitney says, Dear God, please protect us. Yeah. And for some reason, me and Travis and our friends can't stop quoting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Okay, so then Angie Harrington and Jen have a little aside, where Angie's basically takes accountability and she's like, "We shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't name the account that, but like, you got kind of caught in the crossfires because of the account name, but it wasn't ever about you, and like, we're sorry for that." Mm-hmm. And Jen's like, "If you can just apologize publicly, then we'll be fine." Right. So that at least got resolved a little bit. Yeah. And then we go back to Lisa this part was kind of annoying because Lisa's like, well, I believe that Heather said, I believe that Whitney said that you said that you guys were talking about her behind. Wait, Lisa says to Heather, you guys talked shit about me behind my back. And Heather's like, I never did that. And then Lisa says, well, Whitney says you and her and Angie H all did that. So I choose to believe her because why would she lie about that? Which I kind of agree with. Why would she lie about that? Mm-hmm. Whitney's trying to take accountability for her own actions. And in turn, did say that it was the three of them doing it.
0: And Heather has uh, not has, has a little bit memory. of uh, accountability issue at this point.
1: Exactly that too. And so then they bring Whitney over. And Whitney's like, Heather, I don't think is lying. She's either choosing to not remember it or doesn't remember well choosing to not remember is a lie is a lie yeah but i think well okay so maybe she shouldn't have said the lying part but then they show heather called lisa for the facetime call to invite her to the choir practice and lisa was like are we good like last time we left each other like we weren't good like we were fighting and heather's like oh i don't even remember how that ended which I was like, okay, that's a little suspicious, but maybe it's not that bad. Maybe she, yeah. like... There was a lot said that day, maybe. And then when Whitney's like, well, that happened to me, too. Yeah. And I was like, surely it's not the exact thing. And then they uh-huh. show her on the phone with Whitney, and Whitney's like, I didn't think you'd invite me. Last time we talked, you literally pushed me out of my house, and we were arguing. Uh-huh. And Heather says she didn't remember that.
0: Yeah. no, 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 no,
1: no. That was a one-on-one day uh uh-huh. filming with uh-huh. just whitney uh-huh. you don't forget that nope and it wasn't long ago nope. <laughs> that was the most recent episode
0: <laughs> Yep. it seems like a a very uh, it seems like a coping mechanism like, she's just
1: like choosing to forget it so she can move forward
0: i don't know if i would say choosing to forget it just maybe she's putting things aside in her mind that she just doesn't want to deal with to move on, yeah, like I could see that. I mean, not that I think she doesn't remember them. I think when she says she doesn't remember them, it's her. That's part of her process of like just stuffing it away.
1: Yeah, like it's like a more of
0: like a figure of speech. Like, oh, I don't even
1: remember that. It's fine.
0: Exactly. Like yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'm over it. Let's just move on. But it makes. But once you could get away with. Not three times. Yeah. And, so, uh, wait, what was I going to say? No, yeah, that's it.
1: Well, so in this part, this is when they're kind of all like, it's okay. We just, like, need to have these conversations and, like, get to a better place mm-hmm. so that things can't, don't need to be awkward anymore. And then Heather's like, they're not awkward anymore, and, like, runs away.
0: I think she was saying the space is awkward. And then she's like, "I'm. It's not awkward because I'm leaving." Oh, I got you. The drama.
1: And then Whitney's like, "Well, you always just do that, so we're yeah. never gonna get anywhere if you just keep leaving." Yeah. It's very Meredith season one. Uh uh-huh. Disengage. <laughs> Except there's not even really like
0: it's not even like a that, fight. I I think okay, Jen. I think it's a, I don't remember what part of the episode but Jen said something, and it reminds me of like um, there's a subreddit called S- Self Aware Wolves. When people post <laughs> things, they're like like they're almost there they like say something without unironically without realizing like they've almost realized the problem yeah and jen said something's going on like this is a, <clears throat> a normal reaction um from heather i don't understand something's going on with her uh-huh. and I was like yes you're almost there i think some like i don't know what it is or if maybe there isn't really anything larger or maybe it's the pressure from business and books or whatever. But nobody's asking her, like, what is going on with you? Because yeah. this is out of character. You're not dealing with things. You're not good at with multiple people. Like, yeah. is, is something else happening? Nobody's doing that. Mm. And I was like, you're so... Like, as Jen as a good friend. Because Heather's been a good friend to Jen. And sure, Jen doesn't like what Heather's doing. But I think... I was like your own like that's what you should do. You're yeah. like what's going on with you? Because I don't like this, but like you normally blah blah blah.
1: What's up, girl?
0: Right. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know that Heather would take it good though. Like I don't know that if if we were like if if I was having an argument with someone and they were like what's the root of this issue? No, no, no.
0: I don't mean it like address the problem and then say that. I mean like her go up to her and say, like, that'd be the conversation. Like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Gotcha. Because a lot of stuff is happening, and it seems like you might not be in the greatest place.
1: I think that's still kind of implying... I don't know.
0: Okay, whatever. Take the...
1: I don't know that she would take it good, is all I mean.
0: Well... Even if it was out of that context. She seems to not know how to handle her emotions at this point in time.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. So then, they kind of all go... Oh, so this, this part is when Whitney and her confessional is kind of like, I keep doing the same thing over and over again and like, I'm tired of it. So I think this is like where I draw the line. Yeah. And she said like, at this point, fuck you, Heather. Mm. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, at least she's setting boundaries. That's important. And I'm kind of on her side with all this.
0: I, yeah, I'm not on her side with how it started. Yeah. But I don't think Heather's handling things very well. Yeah,
1: I don't think... Sh- I think at this point, Heather's the problem. For the reason that things keep going sour. Yeah, I agree with that. So then they all go and sing, and Angie Harrington's like, I think this singing will heal. And Angie Kay's like, not really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Considered passive-aggressive or just aggressive.
1: The not really part? Yeah. I think passive. <laughs> not really. It's kind of an underhanded statement. Right. Comment.
0: <laughs> I was like, ugh. Ugh. It didn't need to be said.
1: So, this is the part where Dana comes over to Meredith's house, and they're kind of, like, talking. Also, I feel like rich people never have anything in the fridge except drinks. Mm. Don't you think that? Like, their fridge is always just filled with... Like different types of water.
0: <laughs> so they go out or in.
1: I know. I mean, not that we don't do that a lot too, but the fridge is like never just like fully stocked with like whatever you want. Yeah. Where are the grapes? They did. They kept cutting back to that charcuterie board over and over again. Do you think they thought it was like bad? Mm. I
0: don't, I don't know. know. I didn't. I was multitasking, so mm. I didn't see it.
1: Um, and this is when. Dana is basically saying, like, uh, or Meredith is saying that her and Dana, she could see them becoming good friends because Dana's, like, a good person and she wants to, like, start cutting out the negativity in her life and she's, like, chosen to shed toxic friendships. mm mm-hmm. um, And then we cut to Jen and Angie K. in the pool. Oh. And they FaceTime her. What? We gotta wrap it up. I know. They FaceTime her and then she's, like, does the thing. Angie's... Jen says you're invited to San Diego, and then she says, "Oh, look who I have here, Dana here." And then Angie Kay's like, "Everyone invited is this, 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 and this, and names everybody in the cast except Dana." Right. And Jen says, "I would have invited you if I heard didn't hear you've been talking shit about me." Um, she says, "Don't call me a bully." Screams at her and hangs up the phone, which is exactly what Dana's talking about. Uh, yeah. That so, kind well, of I thought she said, "I don't voice. like the way that you talk to people." Yeah. And then th- that's exactly how I, she talked to her. <laughs> yeah. I, I and Meredith is trying to be like, hold up, I was there when the spin class conversation happened, like, let's talk about this. And then, no. Yeah. Phone hung up. Um, and then we get to this season on. That's the end of that episode. Oh, ah, okay. So I really liked that the episode as a whole, I think. Maybe, me too. And the season does look like it's going to continue to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was wondering... I, I know we have to wrap it up, but I was wondering... We're getting a mid-season trailer at episode eight. So, do you think that means it's going to be kind of a shorter season with only like fourteen episodes? I mean, sixteen episodes?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think, I think so. Like, I think they'll probably try to get as many episodes as they can.
1: True. It just and, seems now, weird it, that they it might put just it out be already. the timing. If they take a hiatus next
0: week. Yeah. Why not? Instead of the next time on, it's the. True. Coming out. and it wasn't like mid. We had this called a mid season. It said this the rest of the season on or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean they they might have just been like, We'll summarize what's coming up a next because we're taking a break. And I I'm saying they're called mid season trailers, but it doesn't mean it marks the exact middle of the season.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So. Okay, well, so let me just run through everything and then you can talk about if you have any parts with it that you want to talk about. So they go to San Diego, we see them surfing at the pool, Heather is, like, clearly drunk on a little shade lounger, and she's like, suck her titties, and, like, she takes her top down, and it looks like Jenna's just covering her boobs, so she's not wearing her top either, and they're yeah. wearing, like, wigs, so that looks like a, maybe a fun end to the party. And I think
0: Whitney's sitting right next to her.
1: It was Meredith. <gasps>
0: oh, and no. Wearing a blonde wig. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who it was, and I was like... Is
1: i thought it was angie harrington but then i replayed it and it was meredith oh gotcha okay um so then it looks like meredith is gonna start talking some shit about lisa's vita saying that she i guess started like a gofundme for it basically
0: that would be very public and i feel like people would have seen that right
1: yeah that definitely would have been all over twitter screenshots of it um maybe it was more like she's was talking about doing it or something what does sec filing mean
0: The, they regulate, SEC regulates business, security, wait, um, (laughs) what does it stand for? Securities? No.
1: But what does it mean though?
0: Well, I think it's like with businesses have to file certain things with the government when they do. GoFundMes? No. I mean, maybe. No. I think it's like, I thought SEC was for like stocks and securities and stuff like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So like people have to, you know, you have to declare what you've done for things. I don't, I really obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, maybe that's something to look up for the next. I just, yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So then it looks like basically, um, Jen and Dana are gonna go at it. It looks like all this is in San Diego, but who knows? Well, and then Jen and Angie K. Yeah. She so dumps a drink, Jen on, her dumps a drink she on Angie K's head. Like when? Go um, Jen. So Whitney is like Jen says like. Whitney's mad at you because she doesn't feel like you, should, you let her talk. And then Heather's like, go ahead, talk. And is like, starts talking over Whitney, trying to talk. Mm-hmm. So Whitney gets mad at that part. Then it looks like Lisa's screaming at Heather, saying she doesn't deserve something. Um, and then Jen is crying and <laughs> yelling at Heather, you're supposed to be my ride or die. This all looks like the same night. Yeah. And then later that night, Heather goes in her room. Someone's like jarring on her door handle Mm -hmm. and then Heather opens the door and then the next morning this is how it's cut together anyway yeah right right she reveals she has a black eye to Meredith Mm -hmm. (gasps) I do think if you're on vacation and you're everyone's fighting you and then the next morning you wake up with a black eye like that's a warranted reaction
0: yeah (laughs) Meredith I think no 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 I thought the reaction was fine I uh I just was thinking like we said is this did somebody hit her or did they edit it You know for the drama aspect because i think what she's wearing looks like the same thing she was wearing when she did her top thing yeah when she was very drunk and i wonder if it was like the door dobbling is her trying to get into her room yeah i (laughs) could see that but then why would she open it later so no it really does look like you know i don't know something shady they're being very shady about it i know but i would think if somebody actually gave her a black eye they there would have been like it would have been in the press and like yeah she there would have been like assault charges or something.
1: I guarantee she's going to be like I walked into the shower head or something. Yeah. We'll see though. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Um okay, well that is it for this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can rate and review our podcast as well. Um like we said we're going to take a hiatus next week. We're not sure if the show is either. Um but we're hoping that it kind of aligns like that, but otherwise we'll be back in 2 weeks. And this has been Privileged Twinks. I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. Thank you so much. You back. You bye.